So what we hear in that story is there's the invitation. Let those that have ears to hear, let them hear. Eyes to see, let them see. And Jesus told this story because he wanted to invite these people into the kingdom. He wanted to give them a clear picture of what the kingdom of heaven was like. And really what was up to them was how, what were their hearts? How were they going to respond to what it was Jesus was proclaiming? Because as he, as he went on in his ministry, there were many things that he said that people would get angry with, may not agree with, would get frustrated, would ultimately lead them to um, want to put him on the cross. Well, there were many that heard and they saw and they understood what the kingdom of heaven was like and they wanted a part of that. And so tonight we're going to look at each and every one of those seeds. Um, we're going to look in Luke 8, and it's in Luke 8, and verses 11 through 16, or, the, or 15 are the ones that we're really going to look at. Um, like I said, it's in, it's in Matthew, Luke, and Mark. But we looked at Matthew earlier, and now we're going to look into Luke. And the first one we're going to look at is the seed that fell upon the hard path. We're going to start in verse 11. It says, now the parable is this. This is Jesus explaining this to the disciples. The seed is the word of God. And the one along the path are those who have heard. And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts. In one of the other gospels it says the birds of the air come and snatch the seed from the ground. What's interesting is about if you've ever, if any of you guys love gardening, who in here is a gardener? Assume there's a lot of people in the back that are going to say they're gardeners because that's where a lot of our volunteers are. Not a ton of high school students are into gardening. I'm not either. I see one, maybe see three or four in the back. But if you know anything about gardening, if you go into the sidewalk, can you put a seed on the sidewalk and will it grow? Why? Why will it grow? There's no soil and cement's like you can't penetrate cement, right, with a seed, obviously. Maybe with your fist you can, but uh, with a seed you can't, it's, there's, there's no way to do it. Or if a bird comes and eats your seed, you're not going to get a plant, right? And so this is, this is kind of, uh, this is the person that really their hearts are hard. They're, they're not willing to listen to the word of God. So they may be somewhere, they may be at a place where they hear the word or, you know, they have friends that are Christians and they may hear uh, who Jesus is, but their hearts aren't ready to receive that. Now, oftentimes, maybe sometimes these people are not hostile to the Word of God, but most of the time they're just indifferent to it. They just don't, they just don't have, they don't have a care. They just, it just is not something that they're even interested in thinking about. So I tried to think, was there ever a time in my life that my heart was just hard? I just was like indifferent. And sometimes there's people that are hostile to the Word of God, and they're hard-hearted. But, but a lot of times, especially here in, in America or in our culture, just a lot of people that are just indifferent. So I thought back to when, when was I indifferent? And I thought back to, I went to, uh, I went to St. Pat's as a kid. And if anybody knows, St. Pat's is, uh, is it on Washington, right? And there's Casey's there. But when I was a kid, this is a long time ago, there was just some little like Pronto or Conoco, some little gas station. And the, the thing that we always wanted was during our Wednesday night confirmation or uh, catechism classes, if we got out early, we could get to the gas station fast enough to spend our money and back to uh, St. Pat's in time for our parents to pick us up. That was always the thing. Or asking your parents as they dropped us off, hey, can I have some money? It wasn't about me going to uh, class. I, I, you know, maybe I heard some good things and maybe some, 
you know, maybe I started to form some good moral decisions on what I heard, but really I could care less. You know, I was more of interested in getting out of it or like confirmation. Um, there was like three options that you could pick, and I picked the Sunday morning one because I knew they always had donuts. It's the only re- I, I picked that class so I could go eat donuts every Sunday. I don't think the other ones are like we're on like a Sunday night or some other time. And so really the only reason I was doing that was because I had to and I wanted donuts. I was just indifferent. I just wasn't interested in it. And you know why? Part of it was because I didn't realize how important Jesus as a sa- my Savior was. I just had no, I just had a clue. I just wasn't interested in even figuring, trying to figure that out. And I'm thankful to God that uh, he, kept, he kept at it. I kept listening and my heart changed. The second one, the second seed is the rocky soil. And the ones on the rock are those who when they hear the word, they receive it with joy, but they have no root. They believe for a while, and in time of testing, they fall away. And many times we see this a lot. Someone has this um, kind of emotional response to the word of God. Um, Maybe it's through a camp. You know, maybe it's through a trip. But just all of a sudden, it's like this fire, right? And it just, it just goes and it goes, and we're so excited to them. And, um, and then, you know, over time or something happens, and it just, it just goes away. I, I had a guy in a small group for a little while that um, loved, like, hard, just really, really hard rock music. And he had this, like, spiritual event. And I'm, I, I know that it was true. I'm sure it was. I heard him explain it. But he had this where God was telling him to, like, get rid of his music. And so one night he was, he was driving around and found himself at a church and he was praying. And he literally just threw all of his CDs away. Like, I mean, this was like the hardcore, like death metal. Like just, I don't, I can't even, like Black Sabbath and Megadeth and like just these, I don't know, you guys might not even know any who these guys are. I think Dustin probably knows a couple of those bands, but uh, Neil probably does too. But, so, but he, got, he just had this, he, he, he knew and he heard from God that the music he was listening to was, was not fruitful, and he threw it all away. And he was in our small group for three or four weeks, and it was awesome, and we just saw this thing growing and growing, and all of a sudden, he just he wasn't there anymore. He just stopped coming. And I don't know what happened, um, but my, my inkling is, is it just kind of that burning, that, that, that Jesus, like, growing his heart just kind of, uh, it just left. You know, not left, it just, he just, there was no root. It was like starting to grow and grow and grow. And if you know, like rocks and sandy soil, like plants will grow in that stuff. You know, mostly weeds, but like, you know, you can get for a little bit, but all of a sudden they kind of, if you ever see my lawn, I was, I don't even, I don't even care about my lawn, but like, I, it's so bad. Like it's, grass will grow for a little bit and I don't take care of it and all of a sudden it dies or I mow it too short, you know. But the, the thing is, is it grows for a little bit but it never, the roots never set. Um, it's a little bit like this. I thought of this example. It's kind of like a junior high relationship or like a summer fling, right? You guys, because you guys know what I mean, right? It's like fun and exciting and, man, we're in love and we love each other and this and that. And then, you know, guys being the way that they are, we probably do something insensitive. Girl gets mad. Guy's like, she's going to get mad. I don't I don't need that, right? It's like, I just want to have fun, right? Who's ever said that, guys? We were in a relationship. I just want to have fun. It's not fun anymore. And we just kind of let it go. I really think that this is what this example is kind of like. We sometimes 
have this emotional response to the gospel. But what we don't, we don't realize is that the gospel means a sacrifice, right? There was a sacrifice for us, what Jesus did. He sacrificed himself for us. And it's hard sometimes. And the Christian life gets difficult. And this, this person here, when it gets difficult, just says, that's it. They don't make it into a relationship. Think about your relationships at home. It's hard sometimes, right? It's hard to have a relationship with your mom and dad at times. But in the end, we love them dearly, right? For the most part. I mean, I guess I could probably pull some of you and you say, well. But for the most part, we love our parents unconditionally. Or our brothers and sisters. Sometimes we feel like we hate them. But in the end, there is this deep sense of love and gratitude. We just don't, we don't, we don't. We don't send them packing like we would maybe a junior high relationship, right? Attraction, there is an attraction to Christianity, but in the end, the sacrifice is too much. The third seed among the thorns. As for what fell among the thorns, they are the ones who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by the the cares and the riches and the pleasures of life, and their fruit does not mature. I'd say for this, we sometimes, I think a lot of us probably fall into this category. I think there's many of us in here, um, the seeds, you know, the thorns and the sand and the rocks are the ones that we fall in the most. But I think for us right now in our culture, this one is probably the most dangerous. Because many times, it doesn't just happen by things that are destructive. Now, there's very much things in our lives that become destructive and they take over. But sometimes this can be things that we think are good. And, and then many times they start out like that. But what happens is we continue to fill our lives with things. And we don't really pay attention to it. And all of a sudden, this faith, this thing that was so special in our hearts and so fulfilling and so joyful, it just becomes kind of, it becomes choked out. If you guys understand weeds, and if you need an understanding of weeds, I live about three houses down from the high school. You can, you know, the spring or the summer, you can come over to my yard and check this out. Or we have like this garden in the back. But there's no like viable good plants that grow in our little uh, garden bed because we just, we just don't, we don't take care of it. We don't weed it. We don't, we don't tend the soil. We don't, you know, we don't make it conducive to a plant to grow. But the weeds choke everything good out. And I, for me, this is, this is very, this is, this is one of the hardest things. Because looking into this parable, um, I, had, I took a real good look at my life. And tried to think, like, if I'm going to come up here and tell you guys about, you know, looking at our lives and taking a kind of a temperature of where our heart's at. I had to do the same thing. And I noticed that um, my life was, is be, was beginning to get choked out by these things that I was just continuing to pile on. And there were good things, right? The things that I said yes to and, you know, for instance, you know, my family, like trying to provide for my family and finding different ways that I could do that. Uh, you know, and I saying yes to this job or this job and, and being like, well, with this justification of like, well, it's for my family. Like, I'm taking care of them. 
only to realize that really I was taking time away from them. Um, and to the point where it's like, you know, I would open up my Bible and I would start to read it and I'd be praying this earnest prayer of like, God, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. And just feeling so like bogged down with life, like so busy. Just feeling like I'm just going 100 miles an hour. And I really feel it. I've been up at the high school for the last four months around students and I love it. But I just can see you guys running 1,000 miles a minute. I just had a conversation with a teacher today and we were just talking about that and just how busy you guys are. And a lot of times it's good things, right? Like sports. Like there's so much fun and they're so awesome. And and sports are great. Schoolwork, right? Like trying to find that perfect school you want to get into. Like some of you can do without schoolwork, I'm sure. But some of you, like that's your drive, right? You want to do so well. You want to prove yourself to people. We just keep piling things on in our lives. And we, whenever we put things in, something, there's not room for something else. And then we realize that we hear, you know, talks or get inspired by people that are, have these lives full, these people that have these lives full of Jesus and they're joyful and they love life. And we're like, I want that. Like, why, how come I, you know, what's the deal? Well, it's because we're filling our lives up with too much stuff. Like we're allowing the weeds, the cares and the desires of this world to grow up and like just literally suffocate us. And I've, I've felt that. Like there have been nights where I'm sitting in my bed just being like, I can't breathe. It's just too much, you know. And then we, that's where we start to fill our lives with destructive behaviors, right? When we just want to give up, we just kind of want to walk away. We look at the four soil. It says, as for the good soil, those are the ones who, hearing the word, hold it fast in an honest place in a good heart and bear fruit with patience. The word that I love to look in there is patience, right? Because patience means... We've got to wait. Patience means that it's not this fast, quick thing. If we look at crops or we look at, you know, I was thinking about trees for some reason because I, I don't grow anything really well, but I like trees. I know trees pretty well. They're big. Like a good tree grows very tall, has strong roots, right? I was thinking like, does a tree grow overnight? Like you can't wake up in the morning and look and be like, oh, my tree, I think it got two feet taller. Like those big redwood trees in California, is that right, where redwood forests, they're huge. Like they didn't grow overnight, right? None of us have has planted a redwood seed and seen that tree grow that fast. And I feel like that's the message here, right? Like there's patience, there's perseverance. It's with a good heart. And I think there's the story there is is are we preparing our hearts? Are we allowing ourselves for those seeds to be planted and then to grow and the roots to sink deep into our hearts? So I have a challenge here. Uh, I was looking at a few books and there's three or four different books that I looked at talking about this parable that there was the same three things that they said to hear. The first one is, do we hear? Are we hearing the word? So are you reading your Bible? Do you even have a Bible to open up? So if you don't, we want you to have one. Are you involved in a church? Are you somewhere where you're hearing the word of God on a Sunday morning? Not just here on a Wednesday, but on a Sunday morning. Are you in a small group with other kids that you can talk about this stuff with? Are you amongst Christians that are going to help push you and motivate you to hear what God's trying to tell you? 
And the important thing is, are you receiving that word? Like when something challenging, you read something challenging in the Bible, are you the one to kind of look away and say, well, that may be not for me. Or are we actually looking at it and saying, like when it means maybe you have to make a life change because of what the word of God says, are you willing to do that? Is your heart open enough to say, yeah, I need to listen to what you're saying to me, Jesus? And the third thing is, are you putting it into action? It's a little bit when we hear the word of God and we understand that Jesus is asking us as Christians when we profess that we're going to follow Jesus, are we putting that to action? Are we actually going out and doing that? And this may be the hardest thing. This may be the hardest thing that we have to do. But Jesus is asking us to listen to him, to respond to him, and then put it into action. So I'm going to ask you this because it's evident that over the next semester, we're going to hear stories of Jesus and how much he loves us. The next two parables are all about what Jesus is willing to do for us, even when we didn't deserve it. But are we going to be willing, are our hearts going to be open enough to hear it, to respond to his love, and then put it into action? I'm going to ask the, the band to come up here. Um, I'm going to leave you with this question. In a verse, one of my favorite songs. But it says, what, my question is, what's the obstacle? Okay, maybe what is the, what's, what's the weed? Maybe you need to do some tending to your soil, right? Maybe you need to pull some weeds out of your life. Maybe there are good things you say no to. Maybe there's some destructive behavior that we need to leave behind. Uh, this Christian music artist named David Crowder, one of my favorites. And he's a song that's called... It's called Here's My Heart. And one of the verses it says, he says, Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. So it's like, are we willing to hear? Here's my heart, Lord. Are we willing to hear what's true? And then are we willing to respond to that truth? And say, I love you and I want to follow you. Pray quick. Lord God, thank you so much for the cross and what you did. Um, what you sacrificed for us. Even in the times that we we don't deserve it. The times that we allow things in our lives to kind of choke you out. Let's pray that wherever we're at, wherever maybe that seed's landing in our hearts, Lord, that even if it's on the hard path, that there's part of us that just continues to just be open to listening. Um, just be willing this semester to take a real good temperature gauge of where we're at and what maybe you're trying to tell us. In Jesus' name, amen.